We love to explain quantum physics and the mysteries of the universe, but the mysteries of finance, not so much. Intuit helps you demystify your finances through products from Intuit like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Understanding standard deductions or interest rates can be very complicated and tricky with big potential consequences. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, Jorge, can I ask you a hypothetical question? Uh, I'm not a big fan of speculation. What do you mean? Well, my question is, what if you liked hypothetical questions? Isn't that a hypothetical question in itself? <laughs> That's right. Exactly. It's a hypo-hypothetical question. In that case, I, I guess I would be very happy right now <laughs> if I liked hypothetical questions. Well, in that universe in which you do like hypothetical questions, I've got one for you. All right. I am hypothetically excited <laughs> okay. to hear it. So do you worry about dramatic ways that the world might hypothetically end? I think I worry about any kind of way that the world might end. Both the dramatic and the documentary categories. <laughs> of the, you mean in the actually hurtling down the road from to us from the future sort of imminent disasters that we're <laughs> ignoring mostly because they're inconvenient. Well, what do you mean by dramatic? Like a like a like if the world turned into a giant banana or something? <laughs> that would be dramatic. But I had in mind things like you know getting zapped by an alien ray, or maybe the whole planet falling into a wormhole, or maybe getting smashed into some rogue asteroid or comet. Oh man! Well. I, I wasn't worried before, but I am now. <laughs> <laughs> well, be sure these are just hypothetical questions, and so all your worries are also hypothetical. I am hypothetically terrified. <laughs> well, let me hypothetically reassure you, you probably should worry about all that stuff. I'm Daniel. I'm a particle physicist. And I'm Jorge. I'm a physical cartoonist and the creator of PhD Comics. And this is our podcast, Daniel and Jorge Explain the Universe, a production of iHeartRadio. Which we try to take you on a trip out into the universe to explore all of the amazing and incredible and potentially 
universe and earth-ending things that can happen. That's right. We explore the real. We explore the conceptual. We explore the hypothetical. The universe in which Daniel starts the podcast instead of Jorge. I wonder if people are a little bit freaked out by that. <laughs> Listeners, you are in that universe. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a hypothetical podcast right now. No, we love to talk about things that happen in the universe, things we understand, things we don't understand. But we've noticed in our emails that we've been getting a lot of hypothetical questions. Like, what would happen if... And so today on the podcast, we'll be talking about one very dramatic question that people have been writing in about. Today's topic is... What would happen if the sun became a black hole? We need some dramatic music there. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Right. Not a white hole, not a rose hole, not something else entirely, but the sun became a black hole. And I think this is a fascinating question because I think people are intrigued by the concept of black holes, but they also find them mm. mysterious and dangerous, you know, and so they're... And dangerous, yeah. yeah. I think the blackness of it and, you know, the the mystery of it makes it a little scary. Yeah, and the, the idea that, you know, we're comfortable here on Earth, but we live in a tiny little shell of gas on the crust, you know, on this cool crust floating above magma in a crazy, dramatic, powerful universe that could snuff us out in a moment without even noticing or caring. And so I think maybe this question reflects people's like feeling that our life on this planet is precarious, right? That there's things out there that are mm. incredibly powerful and dangerous. And, uh, you know, and they wonder right. like, could these things happen to us? Are most of the questions we get hypothetically about uh, the end of the world and things like this? <laughs> no, no. Most of them are, hey, can you explain this? Or you said this on the podcast and I didn't understand. Um, and I ha I'm happy to answer those questions. But sometimes they are a bit more dramatic. And hey, maybe these are just questions from script writers working out their ideas, you know. Um, and if so, <laughs> awesome. Send us your ideas. We love to dig into them. Well, this one is not um, a crazy question, right? Because uh, I think maybe a lot of people know about black holes and maybe a lot of people have heard that black holes come from stars, right? From suns. That's right. Yeah. I mean, in the end, a black hole is just a really dense clump of mass, dense enough so that even light cannot escape. And, you know, stars are also dense clumps of mass. And you're right. End point of a life of some stars is a black hole. And so I wouldn't say it's not a crazy question, but it's uh, it's not a super crazy question. Yeah, absolutely. There is some some reason to that. We'll dig into that. But um, before before we do, I thought, let's See if this is something people wonder about, if this people worry about. Uh, what do people think would happen if the sun became a black hole? And so I walked around on the streets. And, and these questions I did not ask of people at UC Irvine because I was out of town for the summer. But it's a rather international crowd. Folks in Heathrow Airport, mm. folks on the streets in, Port in Portugal, folks anywhere I found them speaking English and were willing to answer questions. Are you serious? Really? Yes, absolutely. You were, this is our, this is our international podcast. <laughs> That's right. I'm probably version. breaking all sorts of international laws about recording people. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, for you Do listener. they sign uh, release forms? <laughs> you'll hear a variety of accents and a variety of ideas. Awesome. So think about it for a second. Uh, well, what do you think would happen if the sun, if our sun, our lovely, bright, beautiful sun became a black hole? What do you think would happen? Here's what people had to say. Well, I guess we would suck in. We would be sucked in. Uh, a few years, it will be really dark outside, and 
after that we can improve our light systems and we can solve the problem, solve that problem. However, heat is going to be the bigger problem. The Earth will vanish in the black hole, <laughs> but this is not an option, I think, because, no, I have no idea. <laughs> A lot would happen, although we probably wouldn't know about it for eight minutes. We're far too close to be in a stable orbit with a black hole, even if this of one solar mass. We would disappear into the, into the sun. Oh, that would be very difficult for farmers. I think the sun would go through various phases before that True. of its, its core uh, helium expanding or something uh, changing gravitational forces. So I think by the time the sun became a black hole, we would be either well-fried or well suffocated or something. All right. Uh, not a lot of sunny answers or optimistic. <laughs> uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of bad things happen here in people's Nobody minds. thought it would be good news, right? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said, yes, that sounds awesome. Finally, my plan has come to fruition. No, no evil villains out there <laughs> planning to make this happen. Um, there's sort of two categories of answers, oh. I thought. Like one is people yep. thought, well, that's just the end because if there's a black hole nearby, we're getting sucked in. Right. right, and the other one is yeah, because that's what black holes do. They suck. Stuff that's in. what they do. They suck. They do. <laughs> that's right. Black holes suck. Um, and the other category is, you know, well, if the black, if the sun becomes a black hole, then it's no longer a sun, and we sort of rely on the sun being a sun, providing light and heat, and so that would also kind of suck in a different way. I like the person who said it would be bad news for farmers. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like just farmers, everyone else would be cool with it. But farmers, they won't get that, you know, farmer's tan. Yeah, well, you know, that answer came from um, a guy who runs a farm in Portugal. And so maybe that was uh, in the forefront of his mind. Is that possible? Could our sun become a black hole? And, uh, you know, there we can give a pretty definitive answer, right? There is almost mm. no universe in which our sun becomes a black hole. And that might be surprising. <laughs> or, Farmers everywhere are relieved. You can hear Jorge stopping to pack his emergency go bag. <laughs> no, it's not something. I'll, to... I'll power down my spaceship. Hold on. <laughs> hey, I didn't get an invite to your emergency spaceship. Why is that? You powered the thing up. You were packing it. and like... oh, I thought you had your own. I thought, oh, man, awkward. I thought you had your own. We should have talked about this. It's kind sure. of embarrassing. Some stars become a black hole. And the basic idea is you got to have mm. enough mass, right? You don't have enough mass to create enough gravity to pull the thing together to make a, a black hole. Then you just get sort of a dense blob of stuff. Anything above like six or eight, maybe 10 masses of our sun, solar masses, can become a black hole. Um, stars that are smaller than that don't have enough gravity to squeeze things together to become a black hole. That doesn't sound like a very safe margin of error. You know what I mean? Like if our sun was just, you know, a couple of times bigger, it would totally be, be possible. <laughs> I don't know. The sun is pretty big, dude. So we're talking about a huge amount of stuff you'd need to add. Like mm -hmm. 10 solar masses is not just like the change in your pockets, right? It's a huge right. amount of stuff. I guess I mean, uh, how confident are you on that math? <laughs> um, you know, is it like it would never be able to turn into a black hole? Or is it like uh, not likely to turn into a black Jorge hole? Jorge starts to power up his spaceship again. I can hear it. 
<laughs> no, we're fairly certain that the sun is not going to become a black hole. But that doesn't mean that like okay. it's all cool, right? The sun, we did talk about this on a whole other podcast. The sun is going to end its life when it's done with its fusion cycle. And when that and before that happens, it's going to expand and get huge. And the radius of the sun will be larger than the orbit of the earth, meaning that the earth will be inside the sun, right? And so even though the sun is not going to end its life as a black hole, that doesn't mean that when the sun ends its life, we'll all still be happily here on Earth farming in Portugal. We won't even see this black hole. Yeah, exactly. If it, if it could turn into a black hole, we wouldn't even survive see it. Yeah, so it doesn't actually even really matter if the sun becomes a black hole or a white dwarf, which is much more likely because we'll be toast either way. Unless, of course, we all mm. cram onto Jorge's special spaceship and we can just watch the party from the safety <laughs> of Pluto. How, how big is this spaceship anyway? Sure. <laughs> Now you went ahead and told everyone, Daniel. Thanks a lot. <laughs> no, only our listeners, which of course are the most intelligent, oh, best-looking, privileged people <laughs> on Earth. That's right. If you had to self-select, if you had to select a, a population of people to save from humanity. That's right. Obviously, our right. listeners. Now boarding Zone A for Jorge Spaceship, our premium listeners, <laughs> Daniel and Jorge, explain the universe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, sorry, you haven't listened to all of our podcast episodes? Oh, hmm. you go to the back um, of the line. Yeah. But, you know, some people might be wondering about, about what I said there because on another podcast we said that you could take anything and make it a black hole, right? Like you take a mm -hmm. baseball and you make it small enough, you can make it a black hole. And that's true, right? All you need right. is a certain density of stuff. Um, but for stars, mm -hmm. you do need a certain density, but to get to that density, you need a minimum mass. Because there's, there are oh, things that are preventing stars from just falling in, right? The reason everything, like your pillow and your hamster, doesn't don't become black holes is because there are other forces preventing them from becoming super dense. And so for stars to have enough gravity to overcome the barriers to that density, they have to have a certain mass. I think what you're saying is that technically the sun could become a black hole, Right? Like if the hand of God reached out and grabbed the sun and squished it, it could become a black hole. But naturally, left to its own devices, our sun can't, won't ever turn into a black That's hole. That's right. Exactly. If the hand of God reached out and squeezed all the mass in the sun down to a ball about three kilometers wide or smaller, then it would be dense enough to be a black hole. But there's physics that prevent that from happening, right? squeezing that stuff down mm. would take a force that gravity can't do. And so gravity not being the hand of God can't turn this mass into a black hole. But wait, so uh, into a ball three kilometers wide, but then how big would the hole be? Would the hole be three kilometers wide? You mean like, I mean like the event horizon? Yeah, the event horizon. The black if you, part. If you, if you got all the mass of the sun into a sphere three kilometers wide or less, then the black hole, the event horizon would be three kilometers, right? And again, we don't know what's going on inside the event horizon of a black hole. We don't know if all that stuff is squeezed in at a little point of the center of a singularity or if it's sort of quantum fuzzed out or if it's, you know, distributed in some sort of weird pattern. We don't know. And actually, it doesn't even really matter um, from a gravitational point of mm. view. And that's the point we're going to talk about later. If you're on the outside of a sphere then the only thing that matters to affect how much gravity there is is just how much stuff there is on the inside of that sphere. Like you're mm. standing on the surface of the Earth, the force of gravity from the Earth depends only on your distance from the center of the Earth and how much mass there is in the Earth. If you rearrange stuff right. inside the Earth, it doesn't change 
how much you weigh. It doesn't change the force of gravity. Right. Which which is cool to think that if you go down to your basement, you literally weigh a little bit less, right? A little bit more, sorry. A little bit more. Yeah. You get an airplane, you weigh less because you're further from the center of the earth. And so you have a smaller force. Uh, but but if, you, if you go down into your basement, then there's less earth pulling Ooh. you down. No, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, if you drill into the earth, right, yeah, then there is less earth inside that sphere whose radius is your distance from the center of the earth. Yes, you're absolutely right. Mm. So as you drill into the earth, your weight drops because eventually it goes down to zero as you get to the center of the earth. If you're exactly at the center of the earth, then the gravity from all the bits cancels and you feel no force of gravity. So if you're trying to lose weight, just go down to your basement yeah. and weigh yourself or down. Or get an airplane. Interestingly, the force of gravity force of gravity is strongest on the surface, right? Because as you leave the surface, you increase the radius from the center. The mass stays the same, but the radius increases. And if you drill down into the earth, the mass decreases faster than the radius squared term. So the surface of the earth wow. is where you are the heaviest. Well, um, we were talking about black holes, though. <laughs> That's right. Um, but the point <laughs> is, if you took all the mass of the sun and you squeezed it, into a ball three kilometers of radius or less, it would be a black hole. But physics can't accomplish that. Hmm. Um, so the, on its yeah, own, on its own, naturally. That's right. So, you know, hey, if aliens came by and they did something weird to the sun, they could turn the sun into a black hole. So let's mm. explore that scenario where the hand of God or <laughs> aliens turn the sun into a black hole. What would happen? Right. Let's get into that. So uh, assuming that it does happen, uh, let's find out what it means for us. But first, let's take a quick break. You know that feeling after you've done a deep spring clean of your house when you realize, wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like how you feel when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless while Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Wow, how have I been affording all this? So it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Personally, I've used Mint Mobile and the calls are always so crisp and so clear. All of their plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. So it's time to ditch your overpriced wireless and go with Mint Mobile's limited time deal for three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash universe. That's mintmobile.com slash universe. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash universe. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Slower speeds above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. The financial universe out there can seem like a vast place full of scary mysteries and exciting possibilities, but it can also be overwhelming to navigate, especially when you're first starting out in life. It feels sometimes like just one wrong turn could send you hurtling endlessly towards a financial black hole. But don't worry, you don't have to navigate the financial universe on your own. With the right tools, you can master the financial universe and chart your course with confidence. Intuit helps you navigate the financial universe through products from Intuit like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. 
eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left, look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, so the hand of God, Daniel, came down and or went up and squished the sun down into a black hole. And... uh or aliens went out there and, and used some special machine to turn our sun into a black hole. What does that mean for us? Yeah, what does that mean for us? And I think a lot of people think, well, black holes suck stuff in. And so if there's a black hole that nearby, it would just suck us in, right? And that would be the end. And a lot of people we interviewed said that. But remember that gravity is not all powerful, right? There is already a very strong gravitational force towards the center of our solar system from the mass of the sun. But the Earth is not getting sucked into the sun right now, right? Why not? Because the Earth is in orbit. It has too much velocity. Right? You can think of an orbit as sort of like constantly falling towards the center and missing because you have too much forward velocity. And that's what the right. Earth is it's doing like now. You're falling, but you miss, so you come back around and you miss again, and you come back mm -hmm. around and you miss again. Mm -hmm. That's what being in orbit really means. Yeah, right? sort of like forever falling down the stairs, right? And if the sun became a black hole, it wouldn't change the mass of the sun, right? We're talking about just squeezing the sun down to a smaller radius so that it becomes a black hole. It doesn't change the mass. And the gravitational force, as we were saying a minute ago, depends just on two things the total mass inside that sphere, right? The sphere that's the radius, um, that's your radius from the center of the mass. Um, that's, uh, you mean like all the mass that's closer to you to the center of the sun or the black hole? Yes, exactly. Um, and so if you're just squeezing the sun smaller, that doesn't change that number. It, so it depends on that, that ma the mass and it depends on your distance from the center of the mass, right? And that number is mm. not going to change either. So you could take the sun and squeeze it into a black hole. It wouldn't change the Earth's orbital dynamics at all. Just because it's a black hole doesn't mean it magically has a greater gravitational pull. It's the same gravitational force. Nothing magic happens when it becomes a black hole. That's right. The only thing that changes is the gravitational effect um, on things that are super close to the black hole. Before the sun became a black hole, in our, this hypothetical example, the closest you could get to it is the surface of the sun. That's where it, the strongest gravitational force was, right? Now, because mm -hmm. you've squeezed the sun down, you can get closer. And so there is a stronger gravitational force, right? Because you can get closer to this, to this mass than just the surface of the sun, than the radius of the sun, because now you've shrunk the radius down. So there is a region... Right a new region where the gravitational force is stronger than anything used to be. But the Earth is not in that region. And the gravitational force at the radius of the Earth doesn't change at all. 
So the Earth would just orbit right. this black hole the way the Earth orbited the sun. I think it might maybe help people to think about like uh, maybe not like a dramatic collapse into a black hole, but just like imagine the sun, you know, shrinks a little bit, you know, like gets a little bit more dense or compact. Or if it like fluffs up a little bit and gets a little bit bigger and fluffier, it's still the same amount of mass. Mm -hmm. And so our orbit wouldn't be affected if the sun got a little bit fluffier or a little bit denser, right? That's exactly right. So if the sun shrank by 1%, right, and the mass stayed the same, it wouldn't change our orbit. And so if it shrank right. by 2%, Or if it changed by 10% or 20% or, yeah. Yeah, or 30%, we still be going around the exact same orbit. Yeah, exactly. And, and things do orbit black holes, right? The most direct way that we've seen black holes is from stuff orbiting them. There's a black hole in the center of our galaxy and we see stars moving around it. And we can calculate the mass of that black hole based on the orbit of the stars. We see gas orbiting black holes and being squeezed and massaged by the tidal forces and emitting crazy radiation. And so we see stuff orbiting black holes. Stuff does orbit. It's not like everything near a black hole just automatically gets sucked in, right? And, right. Uh, and so the same thing would happen here. Well, I, I guess the part that um, is tripping me up is that, you know, I can imagine the sun collapsing 10%, 30%, and still the Earth goes around on the same orbit. But, you know, at some point, the sun, you know, something sort of magical happens, right? Like suddenly it becomes a black hole and you have a, an event horizon and you see the black dot. And, and so you're telling me that really nothing sort of magical happens, right? Like nothing... From our point of view, nothing changes. Like the fact that it suddenly became a black hole doesn't suddenly make it like a, a bigger sucker of stuff. <laughs> That's right. It doesn't make it a bigger sucker of stuff at our radius, right? So, you know, mm. one AU, 93 million miles from the Earth, the force of gravity doesn't change. Also, at where the surface of the sun used to be, the force of gravity hasn't changed because, again, you're at the same distance, mm. right? And the same amount of stuff. But now, oh, say see. you were like at half the radius of the old sun, right? This is a place you that's now empty space that used to be the center of the sun, so you couldn't get there. But now there's a spot there with, where there's incredibly strong gravity. And you can get closer and closer to the surface. So remember, as we said before, the strongest gravity of any object is at its surface. And now that surface is much, much closer to the center of, of all the mass. Mm. And so on the surface... The gravity is much, much stronger. So it is sort of magical in that way. So it's sort of like you open up new real estate yeah. in our solar system, but you, you sort of don't want to be in that real estate because the gravitational forces are going to be crazy. Yes, exactly. You've opened up new, crazy, intense real estate, but it's on a crazy hill and you don't want to buy there. Exactly. Because um, <laughs> you're just going to roll right down into the ocean. Um, and, and so, you know, people might... Mm feel like, oh, well, how can it not change anything to create a black hole? It does change something, right? It just doesn't change anything outside the radius of the old sun because there the gravity right. is the same. It wouldn't affect our orbit, right? Like the Earth would still take a year to go around it and we would probably still spin one, once a day. Um, but it would probably have uh, other pretty bad effects, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get into that. But first, let's take another quick break. The financial universe out there can seem like a vast place 
full of scary mysteries and exciting possibilities, but it can also be overwhelming to navigate, especially when you're first starting out in life. It feels sometimes like just one wrong turn could send you hurtling endlessly towards a financial black hole. But don't worry, you don't have to navigate the financial universe on your own. With the right tools, you can master the financial universe and chart your course with confidence. Intuit helps you navigate the financial universe through products from Intuit like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left, look to your right, it's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusion supply. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Daniel, so if the sun became a black hole suddenly, uh, it, it wouldn't affect our orbit, right? We would still go around it once a year, and we would still spin around once a day. But uh, it would have other kind of bad effects, right? That's right. If you have solar panels on your roof and you're using them to power your Tesla, for example, <laughs> then you're going to need to figure something else out. Because if the sun becomes a black hole... It's no longer fusing and no longer giving off light. And that light is the source of all energy and, you know, animation of life on Earth. And so, yeah, it get pretty dark uh, eight minutes later and uh, sort of never lighten up again. <laughs> It'd be basically nighttime forever. Wait, so the black hole is totally cold, right? It's not emitting any radiation or light? It might be emitting some very, very low level of radiation called Hawking radiation, but that's never been experimentally um, confirmed. And even if it is, it's a tiny amount of radiation. And I mean, the amount of radiation the sun currently gives out is incredible. I mean, it's almost 100 million miles away 
and yet it can burn you, right? It can fry your eyeballs if you stare at it for a few seconds. So the amount of radiation coming off of that thing is huge. Now you suddenly just delete all that radiation, right? And so the solar system becomes a very dark place very quickly. Wait, what happens to all that radiation? It just stays inside of the black hole now? Well, the radiation comes from fusion, right? Like what, where does that radiation come from? The sun is a huge ball of plasma. It's fusing and releasing energy, right? And a black hole is not doing that. A black hole, usually black holes form when a star can no longer do fusion, right? Because the fusion is preventing a star from collapsing. Gravity is pulling the star in, trying to squeeze it down. And a fusion is this explosion that's constantly happening, blowing the star up to keep it from getting squeezed down. And so if the aliens come and they squeeze the sun into a tiny little black hole, then, you know, who knows what's going on inside there, but nothing is coming out. Yeah. Wow. So it would be super weird, right? Because uh, like if it happened right now, we wouldn't feel the difference right away. You know, like we would still be able to walk around. The earth would still be spinning. We'd still be going in an orbit, but it'd just be like complete night all the time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, We'd have great, we do great astronomy for a while, right? Until we ran out of power and food and society <laughs> before crumbled. We, before we freeze to death. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, no light, no heat, right? Um, that would be pretty bad. And we rely on the sun for a lot of stuff. You know, fascinating to me though, I didn't realize until recently that life on earth didn't start in a way that was taking advantage of the sun, right? Photosynthesis took a while to develop, like, you know, hundreds of millions of years. So very, very early life on Earth didn't rely directly on the sun the way all life on Earth or almost all life on Earth currently does. It relied on like geothermal energy, right? Energy from the heat of the Earth. Yeah, exactly. And so there might be other sources of energy you could tap into. You'd have to drill down into the Earth and and find some warmth there. Um, But it would be pretty dismal. Your Tesla certainly wouldn't be running very long. You could get energy maybe from the center of the earth, right? And power up lamps to grow your vegetables. Would that be possible? That would be possible, yeah. But um, not for feeding billions of people. Mm. I mean, we have a huge fusion reactor out there in the center of the solar system just just pumping out energy. And we're, we're just siphoning off a tiny little fraction of it to grow all of our plants, to feed all of our people. Um, and so we lose that. We do not have something that we can just like slot into place. We don't have a backup star you know, or backup source of energy that can replace the sun. Not yet. In fact, we're getting more and more reliant on solar energy because because we treat it as a renewable source of energy. And so I read recently mm. that like now in the US at least, or in Texas even, um, wind and solar power are providing more energy than coal, right? Coal, coal is stored wow. energy we're digging up from the earth. Well, which is good news, right? It is good news. Unless, of course, <laughs> yeah. the hand of God comes down and snuffs out the sun. That's right. It, which uh, the people in Texas, um, you know, I don't know where I'm going yeah. with the people of Texas. I don't know but. either, but I, and I don't know where this podcast is going because it sounds like we're sort of promoting coal as backup for alien invasion <laughs> or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, um, yeah just to be clear, uh, <laughs> we, we don't expect the hand of God or aliens to turn our sun into a black hole anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, we do not expect Install it. those solar panels. That is probably the best thing for us right now, please. Yes, exactly. We are just exploring crazy hypotheticals in today's podcast. We are not giving you survivalist <laughs> advice. Ha, ha, ha.
<laughs> We're going to be on the cover of Coal Magazine now. <laughs> Scientists come out in favor of coal. There we go. You're the 1%, Daniel. <laughs> um, and, you know, there's other interesting things. Like you get no more light from the sun. You get no more heat from the sun. You Also, there'd be no more solar radiation, which means like no solar wind. And the solar wind is these charged particles that that come off of the sun, you know, also a product of fusion. They give you things like, you know, the uh, the northern lights. And so not only would we have night all the time, but we wouldn't even have, you know, cool, fancy glowing lights in the North and South Pole. Although I feel like that would be the least of our worries, you know, <laughs> if the sun went out. If the sun went out. Yeah, but, you know, um, I figure at least you'd be able to have great night camping, but, you know. All right. Well, it sounds like uh, it wouldn't, if the sun turned into a black hole, you know, it wouldn't be a total collapse of humanity right away, right? Things would sort of still keep going but eventually um having no sun would be bad news for other reasons other than physics that's right if the sun went black hole you wouldn't die in the way you might have expected but you almost certainly will <laughs> and on that sunny note <laughs> that's right um, but we don't expect the sun to become a black hole and though we do expect the sun to expend its fuel and end its life as a cozy white dwarf that also won't happen for billions of years and so none of this is a reason to forget the very real ways in which we we humans might extinguish ourselves or destroy our planet by worrying about crazy hypothetical astronomical problems that are very unlikely to bother us. But I think it's, it sort of tells you a little bit about how physics works, you know. It's sort of interesting to think that even if something like this happened, a lot of physics would just still keep going. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Physics never quits, right? It just keeps chugging along. All right, well, we hope you enjoyed that discussion. Didn't get too alarmed. And please remember to still get those solar panels <laughs> um, and that wind energy, please. That's right. And uh, if you are the aliens listening to this podcast, please don't turn the sun into a black hole. We need it. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed that. And if you have questions about weird things that might be out there in the universe, weird things that might happen to our planet, please send us an email to questions at danielandjorge.com. We love your questions, crazy or not, hypothetical or conceptual. See you next time. If you still have a question after listening to all these explanations, please drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. You can find us at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Daniel and Jorge, that's one word, or email us at feedback at danielandjorge.com. Thanks for listening, and remember that Daniel and Jorge Explain the Universe is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life, immerse myself in natural beauty, and have unique experiences. But you don't have to leave the U.S. to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Since every minute counts when you're a new parent, who wants to waste time washing bottles? 
Transform this daily chore with the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro, the first machine that automatically washes, sterilizes, and dries bottles, pump parts, and sippy cups at the push of a button. Its 20 spray jets clean everything 100%. Plus, it sterilizes with steam, then dries with germ-free air. Don't waste time on tedious hand washing. Let the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro do it for you. Shop now at babybretza.com. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done.